Hi, and welcome to episode 125 of the Heartland Knits podcast. My name is Vicki, but you can find me as Heartland Knits on Ravelry and Instagram and Periscope. And today is Sunday, November 15th, 2015. Already the middle of November this month has seemed to just really fly by. I feel like I knit a lot last week, but I don't know if I have all that much to show for it. It just feels like I don't have enough to show for it. I wish it was more, but I have lots of other stuff to show you. I have spinning, I have a finished project from the past, and imaginating. I haven't had imaginating in a long time. So let's start out with what's on my needles. I feel like I should rename this segment, you know, the sweater segment, because really I was almost completely monogamous on my sweater. Um, I knit on a sock for a little bit um, during the week, but mostly I knit on my sweater. This is the hand-to-hand cardigan by Elizabeth Zimmerman, and I am making this out of Bartlett Yarns, their Rangely um, wool. It's a worsted weight wool, and this is the hand-to-hand. I've got both sleeves finished, and I don't know if it it's on needles, so then you pick up this section. I've got just a few ridges done um, on that. So it it is, when I held, you know, looked at it, I thought, yes, there is, is noticeable progress on it. I've got this whole second sleeve done. I just felt like I knit two full skeins of the Bartlett yarns, which... Really, yardage-wise, that would be their 210, you know, yards in a skein, so it's 420 yards. It's not that much when you think of it that way, but it felt like I was knitting and knitting and knitting um, all the time. And my hands really felt, you know, kind of had a little strain in them um, Friday Yesterday, I didn't knit at all, which is has been very strange for me to not knit at all. But I, but they just hurt. And so I thought, there's no use. If your hands are hurting, don't <laughs> stop doing it. So um, this yarn is, it's, it's, I love it. And it's, it's beautiful. And I, I will love the sweater when it's finished. It's just very inelastic and hard on my hands. And also it's, it's uh, using big needles for me. They're size 8 um, US or like 5 millimeters. So that's a really large size needle for me. Uh, I'm just more comfortable with, with using smaller needles. So um, I I am liking how this, how this came out. I did do a few different things from the pattern. So maybe I will say what they are now because by the time it gets finished, if it ever gets finished, I will probably have forgotten it. So I cast on for the sleeve in the smallest size. And as the sleeves are written, they have kind of rapid increases. And then kind of by the time you get to the elbow, it's like straight um, knitting all the way up. But I wanted more of a tapered kind of sleeve. So I cast on for the smallest number and then just 
increased at a different rate and, you know, ended with the amount of stitches that I wanted to have for the size I wanted to make. So I just figured out, um, you know, how many rows I wanted to work between increases and, and uh, did it that way. And then in the front, if I can hold this up, <laughs> in the front, uh, you leave off some stitches at the neck, which will be kind of right here, um, so that the front is lower than the back. And then it just had these little front pieces worked straight, but I wanted mine to more to scoop down a little bit more. So I just did a, a very slight um, decrease. I think I decreased three stitches um, within there so that it, which it's four stitches to the inch gauge. So that's almost an inch um, drop down. Um, and then did this on the other side, started with my ending number and then increased up to the uh, number I wanted to have. So a few little changes, but I kind of tried it on before I picked up the stitches and I feel like it's going to be the right size. It's going to fit. It's, it's going to be sort of like a coat. So I do want it to be kind of um, bigger. And then when I got down to the end of the sleeve, I did end it with an I-cord cast off. So I will go back and put the I-cord around this, the uh, start of the sleeve. And then there will be I-cord all around the entire perimeter too. So it's so it is coming along, but it's now I have just straight garter where I mean, doing the sleeves, there was this cable the whole time. And also because of the difference in row gauge between the stockinette cable and all the garter ridges, you know, garter is like way more compressed than stockinette the row gauges. So you had to do short rows to even that out. So there was kind of that to keep track of and, and you know, the rest is just garter all the way down. I just, I really want to wear that sweater. I'm kind of past knitting it. Just, and also because it makes my hands hurt. That's never good. And then the other thing I, I just worked on a little bit that I thought I'll show you quick is I um, picked up, this is the last of my Arnie and Carlos yarns. And this is color number 3655. So I think this one is really, really pretty. Um, and it's, it's like fun to work on. So I just did a little bit on that to kind of break up. I did two skeins with on that sweater, and I think that's why my hands hurt. I, I know that I can't kind of do more than one. I Actually, at this moment, I don't even know if I really want to finish that sweater. <laughs> just to get through it, all of it, I don't know. There are just so many more fun things to, that I want to knit. I'm just not sure. So for Off the Needles, I thought I would show you a project that I knit in 2011. It was before I did the podcast, but it's not like so, so far long ago. So these are the Sankar gloves. I think this is called the, the Midge and Flea pattern. These um, are kind of old traditional designs um, from the Sankar region of Scotland, which is in the south of Scotland, I think. But it was a, a 
big wool center and um, they are known for these gloves. Um, they are traditionally made in black and white. I used Blackberry Ridge lace weight. I think it was a wool and mohair blend. And um, the gauge on them is 12 stitches to the inch. So I, I don't remember the size needle, but I'm sure it was double zero or triple zero. I'm not sure of the needle size anymore. And I think these are probably on my Ravelry page. I should have looked up before I sat down to record. But anyway, I knit the left one um, in the winter of 2011. And they are traditionally done with initials or a name. Um, sometimes you'll see that with a date um, um, in this like little box. And um, another really great feature besides their really small gauge is they have like a gusset in between the fingers. You know how um, sometimes when you do gloves, you get, you know, it's a problem to do, um, you either you know have like little like holes if you don't do it the Joyce, Joyce Williams way where um, she kind of eliminates that. But this has, you pick up a lot of stitches and then you decrease kind of at the very base of the finger, you decrease um, to, because otherwise you'd have way too many stitches for your, for your finger. So it has all of, all of that. And they were, they were fun to, to knit. I mean, it was slow going because it's a really small gauge. And then I did the second one um, in June of that month. Um, this was the winter where I, kind of started to feel sick and this one I, I cast this on and knit this one when I went to um, to the Mayo Clinic after my surgery and everything I went for um, second opinions and things at Mayo and um, it was the weekend right before I started chemo that I knit this one. This one is noticeably smaller stress effects gauge. This one I can comfortably put on no problem. This one I have to kind of wedge on because I, when I knit this glove, um, I thought this was going to be the last thing I ever knit because um, the chemo that I took of one of the side effects was neuropathy and it can affect your hands, which means that you cannot feel um, things and, um, you know, it, it, you, I wouldn't be able to knit anymore. And I know I, I would just like push down and knit and knit and knit on these as I was like trying to actually decide if I was going through with chemo. Um, and I thought I need to finish them in case I can never like finish them afterwards. So um, it's harder to get off too. It's, it's noticeably smaller. Um, I don't know if it you can see a little bit. You can see it on the side there. Well, I guess the patterning just shows up. But anyway, I thought I would show you these. They are, I had wanted to make these for a long, long time. Their traditional is black and white, and there's different patterns. I know I have um, patterns for four different, there's like the Prince of Wales pattern. There's um, there's one that's, um, anyway, there, there, it's a really interesting history and, um, 
he, they were they were very fun to do, but not for the faint of heart with that gauge. But so in spinning this week, I finally finished a bobbin. Yes, I have been spinning every night for probably close to an hour every night. I I since I told you that I was starting this, and this is a fiber that I bought at Wisconsin Sheep and Wool uh, last September, and it is. 40% camel, 40% merino, and 20% silk. And so I have been very slowly spinning this. You can see it's a, a lace weight size. It was a pleasure to spin, even though it did get at the end, I was I, I needed to get it like finished just because, well, I have this single finished. So now I am left with what shall I do with this single. I don't want to apply it back on itself. I wanted to do, um, I have some Tessa that's about this color that I could spin a single of the Tessa and then apply those together. But that will be another long spin because I want to spin it like super thin like this. And I'm not sure, I'm kind of ready to move on to like something like other project. So I think what I'm going to do is I have I have this cone of, of silk thread that I bought um, from Galena um, of Skaska, you know, Galena Kamaleva, who does the Orenberg shawls. And um, I bought this. It's a silk thread. It's, it's plied. It's actual thread. And this is what the Orenberg lace um, knitters use to ply their hand spun yarn. And I remember I bought I bought this uh, cone from her. I took like, I don't know three classes or it was like a three day class at Michigan Fiber Fest a long time ago. And I re I could just remember her saying you know I I bought to, you could buy like a hank, but it was this stuff wound off. And then you had to wind it yourself, which. Talk about total tangles. Or you could buy it on the cone. And she, I remember her saying, this is enough silk to last the rest of your life. So I thought, considering, I should start using this. So I think I'm going to um, apply it with this and make um, that in itself will probably take a while to apply that 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 um, yarn. It will probably leave it a little bit like a spiral look because this is plied and this is just the single. But... That's okay. That's kind of how the the uh, hand spun. This has probably got more um, twist in it than um, a hand spun um, or spindle spun um, single, but I think it will be okay. Um, anyway, I think that's what I'm going to do because I'm kind of ready to just. I want to uh, you know start spinning um, something. I don't know something maybe with a little color, maybe a little bit thinner or thicker that goes a little faster just to get through some fiber when as I was moving you know going through stuff I have so much fiber I just I need to to like get through it and when I'm you're spinning lace weight it just takes a long time to get through and because this is three ounces this isn't even a full four ounces this is three ounces so but at least that part of it's done and then in imagining I came across a couple patterns or a couple things. I, I um, 
had been very seriously thinking of starting that, you know, the little um, kind of Norwegian mitten garland um, for Advent garland. I, I talked about it last summer. The designer has been doing a, a different little mitten every week, kind of since June, maybe. Um, and I was thinking of doing all of them, like one a day in December. And very, very seriously thinking about it. Um, but then I started thinking of all the things that I want to finish, the shawls and the sweaters. And I knew if I kind of did that, it would probably be most of my knitting time would be devoted to those little mini mittens. And I, I'm still thinking about it, but I'm, I'm not sure I want to devote that much you know, from all the other projects that I have in the works or that I want to start. Because um, I, you know, I started all of these things and I would like to get through at least a couple more kind of before the end of the year. They don't all have to be finished before the end of the year, but I would like at least some of them to. Um, so I'm, I don't know. I might, I might, I am, I don't know. <laughs> I run hot and cold on it. But I also came across uh, something. It showed up on my Instagram, and then I instantly had to go over to Ravelry and find it to cue it so I wouldn't remember. Um, and that is this new hat. It's called, uh, what is it called? Passerine by Erica Huser. And it is the cutest little hat with this kind of bird's, all the way around. I just think it's completely adorable. I think it's completely adorable on the hat, but what I was thinking about it is um, because somebody else on my Instagram, you know, the, the uh, bobble hat with the little sheep, she said she didn't want to, she wanted to do it, but she didn't want to do um, the hat. So she did the bobble hat is in the yoke of a sweater. And I, it just looks adorable on her. And I thought of doing those birds for the yoke of a sweater. I really want to do that. And I'm actually thinking the sweater I started on January 1st, that yellow hand spun, that's what I want to put in the yoke. So I'm thinking that I would like to get that out and just see where, I'm not even sure where I am on it, where I kind of gave up last summer. Um, it kind of gave up last summer because it was, it was really warm, um, like knitting on it. So that's one thing. And then the other thing was, is a, it's a pattern that I have long, long wanted to make. Um, I see this when I go to knitting camp in the summer. This is one of Meg Swanson's designs. It is called the Icelandic Turkish coat. And I don't know if that's coming up um, at all, but it is um, made out of Icelandic wool and it's stranded. So it's two strands of, of each color. I've, I've done Meg's ram's horn jacket, which is kind of in the same line. And I love it um, for to wear. I did that one kind of with the rose and um, it's got grays. Um, for the, the shaded um, background. 
and I love wearing this one, but this is the coat that I've always wanted to make. And this pattern was not available. It was kind of back when they were doing um, DVDs, or no, back before the DVDs, they, when they were doing um, like VHS tapes. Um, this was one that they did. Um, it was in a, it was in a Threads magazine, but then they also had had the the uh, video with the pattern, and then this just happened to be one that they did when they kind of changed over and went to DVDs. This one just didn't get you know updated, so you couldn't get it. And now, now of course they have um, streaming videos um, off their website, but I still think I don't think this one is is um, available. But they issued the separate schoolhouse press pattern for this pattern. When I saw she put it on on Facebook, and I just I immediately like wanted to drop everything, and that's like part of the reason why the big. Um, you know, hand to hand cardi is kind of really lost my attention because I really want to do this one <laughs> like really. But, so this one is different. I've tried hers on because she has this at camp. She has like all her all the sweaters there, and you can't really tell in this picture, but it's got um, a big hood on it, and then it's got the cuffs. You know, when you were a little kid, and I. I suppose little kid jackets still have this. I don't know. I've not shopped for one. And, but it's got um, kind of the outer cuff. And then in the inside, it's got like a tight ribbed cuff that kind of fits up in. It's got those. I think that looks really fun. And then it's just kind of a uh, like belted um, cardigan and... I really want to knit that. So um, I did the the uh, Turkish, no, the, the ram's horn, which is was in her big, um, the hardcover Makes Wants a Knitting book. And I did that with the pink and the grays. So this one I want to do with this color. Yes, it's that blue. It's that blue again. See, I really want to coat with the blue. Um, but this is the unspun. This is, I had this wheel left over from my camp hat from uh, the year before last. Um, but I wanted, I think it would be really pretty with this. And then I have a lot of, I don't have all of the, the shades, but I have a lot of the natural shades. You know, so like these are, you know, a lot of the natural shades with the blue. And um, I have some of the grays um, left over. So I want to do a little bit of swatching just to kind of play with to see. Um, but I really want to order that and order the yarn for it and start knitting it. I've wanted to knit that every year. Not every year, but every so often. What, are you going to like redo? Are you going to ever do that pattern? And... Um, You'll just say, yeah, yeah, we're going to do it. And then it happened. So I really want to knit that. So I have been imagining that. So I don't, that's why I, I want to do it out of, out of this blue. So I don't know if I need two blue, two blue coats, but. And I, and then I took this out and I thought, why didn't I do my coat from last year out of this color instead of the black? 
I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> so it will remain to be seen whether the hand-to-hand -hand card, because I, I didn't wind, I, you know, finished the last, that the, the second skein on Friday, and then I didn't wind the next one, because I thought maybe I should just send the rest of the uh, Bartlett yarns back, um, and then, you know, get yarn for this one instead. <laughs> I don't know. We will see. Stay tuned. Come back next week and see what happens. It will kind of remain to be seen. So that is about all that I have for you um, today. It's a beautiful, beautiful day. I had to shut part of the drapes to keep the sun out because it was, um, it's just at that angle where it like cuts across the back of me. But I think what I'm going to do is go out and cover up all the rose bushes and get them prepared because it's been down in the 20s every night and it looks like rain for the rest of the week and after they you don't know, get all muddy and, and icky out there so hopefully it won't be too early to cover them but I thought it I would rather do it on a nice kind of warm day when then it's just um, wicked wicked cold so Anyway, so I hope all of you have a really nice week. And until I see you next week, from my heart to yours, happy knitting.